0: Right, so let's talk about part one of defending abuse. Uh, this video is uh, gonna be about someone on Instagram who goes by the name of JJ Lumber Viking. Um, he's apparently anti-bit and anti-spur, and I came across a now-deleted video of him repeatedly hitting his horse with a crop which ended up being ironically captioned, no bit, no spurs. Um, And he received a lot of backlash on the video, which I will explain later. Um, But I just want to play a little audio clip of him uh, that he posted on his Instagram stories, kind of trying to explain his reasoning. Uh, I'll just play that now.
1: Animal rights activists out there who are writing me, sending me messages, and commenting on my Instagram page uh, in regards to me uh, crop popping my horse or whipping him in the butt in order to get him to go through a wash for the first time. I want to say that I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm so sorry that you guys are so fucking bored and have nothing better to do with your time than try to educate me on how evil I am for doing something that people have been doing for centuries and it works and I'm not like saying beat the shit out of your animals but you know sometimes you gotta spank them in the butt to get them to go somewhere.
0: Okay. So, first of all, I wouldn't call myself an animal rights activist. I would just say that I'd like to defend the horse as much as possible, um, defend their well-being, you know, do my research about their anatomy and why they're behaving the way that they do. Um, But this video and the original video of him cropping his horse, it enraged a lot of people, including me, uh, for multiple reasons. So... One of the problems I had with that Instagram story, um, he says that uh, he was sending his horse through the wash for the first time, which what he was doing was absolutely an awful way to get a horse to do something. I mean, your horse shouldn't do something because it's in pain and it wants the pain to stop. You're not teaching your horse to obey you. You're teaching your horse helplessness and fear, which I can't even comprehend why you would use that as an argument. The second and most radical, insane argument that he uses um, he says <laughs> that people have been doing this for centuries and. I just want to know what makes someone think that that argument is valid. That's like saying that we don't need plumbing because we have went without it for centuries and we've turned out fine. That's like saying slavery is okay um, and we need to continue doing it because that's what people have been doing for centuries and hasn't caused, like, the world hasn't exploded because of it. So, you know, it must be okay. Like, what? It, It just, it absolutely baffles me, and I honestly cannot wrap my head around the idea of someone using this as a logical argument. I mean, this is the kind of argument that someone would use when they don't have any logical reason behind their actions, which is what J.J. Viking does. He made a mistake, and he can't seem to own up to his actions, With is a huge, huge problem in the equestrian community. It is a massive, massive problem. There are so many equestrians, if you can even call them that, from beginner to advanced level, from literally walking on a horse to jumping the Grand Prix in the Olympics, that can't see past their own ego, can't see past their uneducatedness, to try and be a better person for their horse they think that it's insulting to them because why should they try to be a partner why should they try to be a team with this animal they need to be dominant the horse needs to be super submissive they need to obey them and everything that they do wrong is an attack against them and it is an attack against their training um it's just it's really really unfortunate and i see it a lot with the Uh, old, kind of old-style cowboy western sort of training method. It's definitely still apparent in the fancy English world, but definitely in the whole Uh, beat your horse if it doesn't listen to you, kind of Western cowboy philosophy. And I'm not saying that that applies to, you know, every cowboy, but it certainly seems like a trend with these uh, male equestrians who, you know, wear these cowboy hats, call themselves cowboys, but use the excuses (laughs) that their horse needs to be beaten to submission or it is being naughty. Um, So... He also goes on, um, talking, you know, he's using a crop, and of course, like any tool, crops can be painless and beneficial for both horse and rider, but of course, they can also be painful and, uh, damaging to your horse and its mental health, um, And the way that this guy apologizes honestly just enrages me more. It's not necessarily the fact that he can't even, like, give a genuine apology for beating his horse, but it's the fact that he also uses the whole argument that horse's skin is thicker than human skin, which is something that you may have heard, whether you're not an equestrian or you are, uh, in the horse world to defend hitting your horse using spurs extremely harshly. Extremely harsh. um, Which is... That that statement is one wrong and two shows how uneducated he really is. Um, just going off of the whole thick-skinned argument. So uh, first skin, you have your epidermis, uh, e-p-i-d-e-r-m-i-s, uh, which is your outermost layer and it protects you from dirt, it protects you from water, it's hydrophobic, etc. Um, then you have your dermis, which is uh, thicker. And so what Dr. Lydia Tong, who is an Australian forensic veterinary pathologist, found is that a horse's epidermis is actually thinner than humans. While their skin as a whole is a millimeter, which is basically nothing, while it is technically thicker, their epidermis, which is the thinnest layer, which is what you are hitting when you are hitting your horse with a crop or spurring them, uh, it's thinner than us, which means that they have less cells between the environment and their nerve endings. And as you, I'm sure you know, horses have an insane amount more nerve endings than we do, which makes sense uh, given their incredible ability to flick off flies. And what Tong's study indicates is that like, horses don't have that padding from pain that's assumed with other large animals like rhinoceros and elephants. And, like, the study basically indicates that a horse's skin may even feel more sensation than human skin. Let that sink in. Have you ever hit yourself with a crop or spurred yourself? Uh, I have. And I'm like, oh, that feels kind of bad, but, you know, a horse's skin is thicker than ours, so it must not be that bad, right? Um, he actually used the phrase, JJ Lumber Viking, he said, uh, that is like a mosquito bite to a one-ton animal. And him using that, that argument that beating an animal because of its size lessens the severity <laughs> of beating an animal is just incredibly harmful. Um like that would be like hitting a kitten with a toothpick. You're still whipping a kitten with a toothpick. It's not it's because an animal is one ton does not diminish the fact that you are beating an animal. So no, beating an animal because of its size does not lessen the severity of beating an animal. Um And another crazy argument that he did was when people were trying to defend themselves and reach out to him and be like, hey, dude, like, this is not right. You know, like, did you know this and this and this? Listing actual facts. There are, there were dozens of comments on that now deleted video. Um, And he basically kept using the argument, you probably put a piece of metal in your horse's mouth, which is Oh my gosh, it is so, so, so hypocritical of him because, yes, can bits be harmful? Can bits be used correctly? Also yes. Can crops be used correctly? Yes. Can crops also be used incorrectly? Also yes. So again, that argument has no factual basis. And horses, they're, like I've said before, they're not thick-skinned. They're instead prey animals, which is the best way I can describe it horses will minimize their pain and play it off to seem less appealing to a predator in the wild, which is basically saying if they show their emotions, they're seen as weak, so they cover them up. Just because you are beating your horse and it's not showing you hell and whipping you around Bronx style does not mean that the horse is not in pain. Like, I don't even know why I have to mention this. It should come as common knowledge not to whip your horse like your life depends on it. But again, some equestrians just have that if they don't respect me, they're naughty and I have to beat it into them mentality, which again, is so, so hypocritical. And I'd just like to close on this whole JJ Lumber Viking, him defending his abuse, being incredibly hypocritical, not being educated and not wanting to educate himself i just like to say that riding without bits and spurs does not make you better than anyone else and even more so riding without respect for the animal does in fact remove you from any means you have to call yourself an equestrian which is what he does unfortunately call himself um so it's just incredibly unfortunate that we still have these people uh, in modern day times when we have the resources, we have the research, we have the evidence to back up all of this information, yet we still have people who are living in the 20th century, the 19th century, when they genuinely did not have uh, the resources that we have. They didn't have x-rays, they didn't have MRIs, they couldn't really autopsy and identify, oh, this is this and this is used on this horse. Uh, so it's just... Again, it's incredibly unfortunate, and I really, really hope for the sake of the horses and for the sake of their future and their mental health that we educate these people and get these people to realize that it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong in the equestrian community. We all are. You are learning from the second you step on a horse to the second. The last ride you ever have. You are learning. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I'm such an educated rider, you know? Like, I know all this stuff. And years later, I'm like, gosh, I really did not know anything. So to JJ Lumber Viking or to all those equestrians out there that are using the approaches that I've mentioned before, just take the time to educate yourself and look at the facts. Look at the anatomy and the physiology of horses. Look at the thickness of their skin. Look at the way their muscles move. Just be better about it. It's not not that hard. Once you start, it's not that hard. And when you do have that knowledge about horses, it will carry you on forever. And with that, that is going to conclude my first episode, the first part of defending abuse. I plan on having many more episodes coming out in the future, talking about uh, people on Instagram, people on social media that are defending this sort of abuse, breaking it down, showing you the fact versus the fiction. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I I hope you learned something from it, Um, whether it be the hypocrisy or the thickness of the skin. I really hope you learned something from it and I will see you again soon. Thank you.